You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Well hey there everybody You're listening to a very special bonus episode of the Toilet of Hell Radio Show I'm Joe Thrash and Kill Joined, of course, by your good friend and mine 365 Days of Horror As we like to call him Jordan Jordan, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I cannot complain because uh, I've I've seen uh, people enjoying uh, getting kind of a kick out of uh, this uh, the series we've been on uh, this fantasy label ball that you came up with, and uh, I think I think they like it. I think the folks want it uh, want to see it continue. So what do you say we do that? Yeah, mere alcohol doesn't thrill them at all, but they sure do get a kick out of label ball. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. Like, so what did we do? We did uh, Metal Blade, right? The first one. Yep, the first one was Metal Blade, and the second one was Relapse. Okay, so I feel like I feel like I'm pretty familiar with both of those record labels, at least prior to doing the Fantasy Label Wall one. But there's a big one that I've seen at least a couple of requests for that I have not paid too much attention to, aside from making fun of it a lot. <laughs> Well, it's hard to pay attention to this label because, as people will see throughout the show, they have a lot of bands. An incredible amount of bands. Napalm Records. You folks know Napalm? You, 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 are you aware of Napalm? Uh, they, it's been around for forever, I think since the early 90s. Founded in 1992, though I don't think I really heard of them until maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, I think that around the start of the 2000s was when I first became familiar with Napalm. I think, again, through compilation, you know, uh, CDs. But, uh, shit, if you think about labels that are mad prolific, this is this has got to be near the top of your list, right? It's, you got, for big metal labels, Century Media, Metal Blade, Nuclear Blast, and I think you have to include Napalm in that same level at this point i think you do um it is just a shocking number of bands (laughs) like they they like so they started out in 1992 and it was primarily a black and folk metal label um and like from there building out the those two fairly niche genres to getting well-known act acts that are like far away from both black and folk metal. That's so funny. I, I don't associate black metal with this label at all. Uh, I know they got a couple of bands on there, the black label, but it's, it's very few and far between, I thought. Like they're there, but I think a lot of them, it's black and folk metal wrapped up together. Yeah, yeah, that where, makes sense. Where you may, you may really like consider them like folk metal because they wear the fuzzy boots and they sing in an ancient language, but it... It is still like a blackish tinge style of music here and there. Yeah. When I think about this label, I think about exactly that. People with elf ear prosthetics and fuzzy boots and uh, long cloaks. Uh, That's essentially what is on top of my mind with this. That's not all that's here, though. Now, there's a lot of it, but that's not not all that's here. So it's not going to be an hour of us going, uh, this is uh, some lame-ass Lord of the Rings shit. It's still plenty of that, though. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to get a few of those. <laughs> yeah, well, going through this, and we've briefly looked through the label roster before coming on the air, 
they have a lot of patterns and the types of bands that they're going for, which I mean, makes sense. That's what labels do, but there's like five or six all female death metal, thrash metal bands that are kind of indistinguishable from each other. You have plenty of like the fuzzy boot folk metal bands, uh, like a lot of melodic death metal bands that all kind of have the same name and same looking members. So we'll try as best as we can to keep it straight and, there is going to be a number of bands where we're just like, I don't know who this is. And uh, to be fair, uh, that's going to go for our listeners as well. I know that we got some some real nerds out there. You're not that big of a nerd. <laughs> You're not we, that big of a nerd get to these... know. Yeah, all of these guys. Yeah, we, we get promos for all of these bands. And Napalm has a lot of them. And it just, a lot of it goes in one ear and out the other for me. So we will do our best. Well... Should we get started? We got yeah, a lot we can to get started. We got a lot yeah. to get through here, man. Yeah, we can't waste time. All right. Uh, I will say, out of all the labels we've looked at, uh, that Napalm Records has by far the best website specifically for this purpose. You can see a huge list of the roster in alphabetical order. Click on any one of these. Read the bio, read the full press release, watch the music videos, listen to songs on Spotify. It's pretty impressive, I would say. Uh, they even yeah. have PDFs and like PNGs of the band logos you can download. <laughs> and easy links to Facebook and to Instagram, news, uh, live dates. You can go right to their shop. It's a very nicely laid out uh, section of their website, label.napalmrecords.com. Because if you Google Napalm Records and just click on the first thing, you'll most likely end up at their Austrian website, since they're an Austrian label, which has confused me multiple times when trying to look at things. You don't want that. You want, I don't know, we could have an Austrian listener, I guess, but you probably want this one. Uh, starting things off, Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's a zero. It, if you look at it, it's um, uh, parentheses, open bracket, zero, parentheses, close bracket, I guess. How have they not done a split with 16? Or Sun... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sun, no, 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 no. I've never heard of this band in my life. A Danish progressive black metal enigma. Hmm. It's like a puzzle. I clicked on a couple songs. It sounds all right, but uh, if we're creating our own label, I don't know enough about you. haven't heard your name before all that much beyond seeing the parentheses, zero parentheses. So going to have to say uh, keep being an enigma somewhere else. Yeah. I guess we should set the stage a little bit here. You know, we are planning fantasy labelable. The idea here is that we have forced a hostile takeover of Napalm Records and we are trying to make the label that suits our needs, whether that is artistic clout or money, probably a lot of money. I think that's my primary uh, driving force here. And we're going to make this a powerhouse. We are going to eat the other metal labels for lunch. So if you want to imagine this, let's say that I uh, kick through the boardroom door and I go up to the uh, Napalm Records president, who in my mind looks like uh, Hans Gruber in Die Hard. And I just fucking... I, w- I was thinking more of a braided uh, beard. <laughs> okay, Hans Gruber in Die Hard, but he's wearing a Utila kilt and he has a long braided beard. And I just fucking throw him 
out the plate glass window, like 70 stories up in the uh, Napalm Records <laughs> headquarters building. Just looking up at you, surprised that you uh, did it, and as he falls to his death. He's thrashing kill! I'll get you thrashing kill! <laughs> so that's you where... Have to, you have to have a clever quip. <laughs> uh, there won't be folk metal in hell! <laughs> you open your mouth, and the Napalm Records explosion sound comes out at the start of every one of their videos. God damn, that would be sick as fuck. I wish we had some money and some ability to make a movie. Uh, so yes, that is setting the stage here. Uh, we turn around, we look at the shocked board of, uh, I don't know. For our movie Lethal Weapon 666. Exactly. So we look at the, the shocked, uh, board assembled there at the long table and we tell them, look, here's how it's going to be. Bring me the roster. We are going to make some fucking changes around here. And, uh, there we go. That's, that's setting the stage for this game. Uh, so zero, they're out of here. <laughs> zero, you're zeros. Get out of here. Let's go ahead and uh, take this to one that I do know. 1914. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, they're Ukrainian blackish deathish doom metal band that focuses uh, a lot on World War One. They even dress up like soldiers, and I know they've come out against Nazis and NSBM. So uh, thumbs up for me. I would keep them. I get these guys confused with a much smaller band called Menenfeld that does the exact same shtick. Uh, and I think I like both of them, but I can't remember. <laughs> well, I've seen pictures of 1914 playing live, and they like have rifles with them. So that's kind of cool. And All right, yeah. I, I, their, I like that. Their press photo is them in their get-ups. Uh, standing around what looks like to be a gravestone with an iron cross on it. Well, yeah, I'll take that. That's fine with me. Um, they are a fairly young band. I don't think they've been together for that long. Um, and it seems like I have seen more and more uh, adapt for these guys lately. So it seems like we got some up-and-comers. We should probably we should probably pimp them out a little bit more. What do you think? Yeah, I think if you, you do a little bit more with them, maybe give them a little bit more budget, not necessarily make them a Lorna Shore full-on, full-court press release, getting them and everything. Like, that's not going to happen with their style of music. But I think that um, from where they're from, what their gimmick is, and kind of like what they're trying to do with it, I think you could find a more interested audience in places that they probably haven't reached yet. Yeah, so uh, good news, boys. Uh, in 1914, in the Tool of Hell era of Napalm, you're getting a promotion. Like if Amana Marth can have a little Viking ship on stage and have people sitting on gross ass venue floors pretending they're doing a rowboat, you could do a lot with 1914. Let's get these boys a a, a paper mache tank or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like take away Sabaton's budget and give it to them. A great. Like idea. if you can do a a Les Mis style scenery where. A, a hun gets shot in between every song. Like, I would buy all of your t-shirts. There is there is some real potential here. Real potential. Let's, let's tap into it. All right, here's one that, boy, has been around for a minute. Maybe two minutes, even. Except. <laughs> Except no substitutes. Um, I mean, Legacy Act. Uh... I mean, I guess people still like them somewhere since they're still around and 
still putting out new music. I, I don't know. Maybe I'd try to get them in a room with Udo and do something with that. I mean, this is coming from an American perspective. I know, except solely for the silly video, it's a balls to the wall uh, and nothing else. You know, maybe in Germany they're a bigger deal. Like, surely, right? That's gotta, they got to move some units in Germany. Yeah, I guess if you're like, stay in Europe, do the touring festival circuit there, you'll probably end up with some returns. Yeah. Um, I would like to see... Maybe trying to get some uh, some attention to their back catalog, getting some younger bands to cover uh, cover their their classic tracks. Uh, see if we can have some synergy there. You know, we talked about on the main show from this past week about Spotify trying to TikTokify everything. Mm-hmm. Balls to the wall for fifteen seconds, or fast as a shark for fifteen twenty seconds. I think that that sort of quick introduction would probably benefit a band like except who has had their hits a long time ago yeah uh, are much much beloved heavy metal classics that could introduce them to a bunch of new people i think given you know if, if we got balls to the wall and fastest shark we can we can clip that up we can make something happen with it we can make it uh, viral uh you know in in some tiktok bullshit i agree with that maybe yeah. maybe move a few more units there's, I'm blanking out, was it Near Dark with Fast as a Shark in it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Man, I was just the, thinking about Near Dark the other day. <laughs> where, uh, spoiler, he's riding a motorcycle through a movie theater with Fast as a Shark playing. Like, that's an awesome classic scene. And with all of these other labels buying up uh, different discographies and music rights and just putting it out on commercials and all sorts of stuff... You could do that with Accept with at least those two songs. So if you're thinking of it that way, like it's it's worth having them if you can get the rights to those songs. And, you know, if they want to put out a new album every couple of years and, you know, it makes their fans happy and you get to tour a little bit off it, then it's it's worth having them on. If it makes them happy, it can't be that bad. So Then why the hell are you so sad? It's that goddamn clinical depression. Uh, moving on here, Adept. Are you familiar with Adept? I am not. They are a Swedish post-hardcore metalcore band, and I don't think I really know them. So this would have been during the MySpace days that these guys had their heyday. Uh, they are still around, uh, supposedly. Um, I don't know them. I was pretty well familiar with a lot of that stuff, so that's not a great sign. But we are in a bold new era of furnace festing. Maybe squeeze a few pennies out of it if we want to. I don't know if it's worth it. Were they ever in the U.S.? Were they were popular in the U.S.? If they were popular in the U.S., here's the thing. I never heard of them. None of my friends ever heard of them. Not a great okay. sign. Nope. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about, uh, ooh, now let's get into the first of ours that I think is uh, the kind of thing that you really associate with Napalm, Ad Infinitum. It's a relatively new symphonic metal band mm -hmm. they just put an album out i think they're putting one out this year yeah it's in a month they're coming out with chapter three downfall with this band i would sign the vocalist melissa bonnie mm -hmm. and do something with her like i don't think the rest of the band is fairly consequential it's symphonic metal you get what you get but i think there's something with her that you can do maybe solo artists like i don't think you need these other guys in it 
uh, these guys are there because well you got to fill out a band that's 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 what's going on here um let's see we got uh, this lady uh who is very attractive very talented uh the band itself uh, explores concepts of ancient egyptian history and mythology which that does not exactly sound up my up my alley but this is catnip for nerds who are the people who buy heavy metal records nerds there we go I think we got to see how they do. <laughs> yeah, I just you can go like two ways with them. Like I think if you try to go like the full Nightwish sort of route, like that might make them successful or like I said if you get her away from them and like just try to do hits, I think either one. So uh you know, I'd keep them on. Let's see how you do, kids. Um Agatha De- Agatha Damon Agatha Demon. A Agatha Damon. Uh German melodic death metal? Yeah. Um No. I'm I'm not gonna give this any further thought. You're gone. I can't I can't pronounce your name. I, I don't want anything to do with it. There's a few other bands with very similar names. Like I think um Prosthetic has a very similar sounding band on their label, like with the same name, and it's all just very confusing for me. How about uh I can't pronounce your name, bye. I'm sorry, guys. I need you to try again. Uh, get something that people can pronounce and get a logo that people want on a t-shirt. You have neither of which right now. It's a symphonic death metal uh a little i think too symphonic for me at least from what i've heard how about aether realm what do you think about aether realm uh they're what north carolina melodic death metal yeah they had um their last record was called redneck vikings from hell that's right yeah i'm gonna pass here's the thing man like <laughs> this this is what powers the midwest <laughs> The Midwest runs on cheese curds and shit like this. <laughs> so do you just have them tour like Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin? Ideal. Like, here's the thing. So I'm from uh, a Czech town, right? So um, every year for like the big town festival, there's a band called Brave Combo, who are a polka band who play uh, all the all the beer drinking halls. And they basically exist uh, to tour on a unit of... German Czech festivals regionally across the country. Uh, whenever somebody has, you know, one of these things celebrating their heritage, they need somebody to play polka for them while they drink beer. That's Brave Combo's job to show up there. I need that, but for like AutoZone managers across Wisconsin. <laughs> like if you have a conference for those guys, I need Aether Realm playing it. <laughs> That's like, uh, I think in northern Iowa, there's something called Nordic Fest. Where it's for all the people with son in their last name, Johansson, Stevenson, Erickson, all that. And they love their heritage. And I think when I was living in Iowa, I don't know if it was that year or another one, that like the king or prince of Norway like actually came to the festival. Incredible. So, so for people that have never been out to places like that, and it was a surprise to me, they sure do love where they used to be from. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I grew up with a bunch of people that had funny last names, and they are super into um, Czech heritage, which, as far as I can tell, means drinking lots of pivo, uh, which is beer. 
<laughs> it's like uh, guys from New Jersey whose uh, ancestors came here 200 years ago, still getting Italian flags tattooed on them when they're on the boardwalk. It is the okay. It is the exact same thing. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, you know they don't try to they don't try, don't try to pretend nothing that they're not at least. Um, Ahab, you know how I feel about this one. You do our show, you're in good graces forever in my eyes. And I like the music myself. That too, that too, that too. You know, let's not discount that. But we all know how the wheels turn here. It's by greasing us (laughs) up. (laughs) Yes, be nice to us and we will be nice to you. Um, Yeah, I'd keep them. Uh, New album out this year that's uh, gotten a lot of praise, including on our own website. Mm -hmm. Um, They've... They tend to go away for a little while and then come back, and the response is always positive. So I, I keep them. They're a known quantity that is, while they do go away, they are consistent. It's like three years on, three years off. So I keep them. <laughs> that is concurred all around. Uh, how about this one? Ailstorm. So business-wise, right. they still do well. Right. They play festivals. Right. When they come to the U.S., uh, shows do sell out. Yes. Um, knowing the issues they've had um, with their side band and whatever else is going on, I I don't think I'd want to do anything with them. Sometimes... I think they have a home. I think they have a home at Napalm Forever because uh, they had massive success when they first started. Sometimes you need to. Realize that there's a divide between your business interests and your personal interests. And don't try to hide from that. You need to embrace it. So I am going to be so goddamn good at running this label that it doesn't even matter that I've taken these guys and kicked them out into the middle of the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) With weights tied to their legs. Exactly. You can fucking party at Davy Jones Locker, whatever the dumbass bullshit you fucking losers are doing. I hate this shit. Get it out of my get it out of my boardroom right now. It's it's run its course. I mean, they don't even dress up do the pirate thing anymore. They they've just gone like full goofy, but we'll still do the pirate music. Honestly, the biggest um, punishment for these guys is to have to continue doing this for another 10 years. <laughs> uh, how about this one? Alien Weaponry. Those are the uh, those are the Maori fellows, right? Well, they're not actually Maori. They're oh. a bunch of white guys. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I mean, I don't know if all of them are. I should say, but I do remember like when they first started them talking about how they like asked for permission from, I guess, local Maori tribes or someone they know. <laughs> okay. That uh, they can combine it and use their language and. I guess do the haka on stage or things like that. Um, well, I'm not interested. Came... I'm not interested in holding on to Roz Trent. <laughs> when they first came out, like they got a lot of attention, and I don't know if it was because they're pretty young, or because they're doing a gimmick that had never really been done before. Maybe it was both. Maybe just being from New Zealand. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's cooled off a lot since then. Mm-hmm. And just musically, it never appealed to me. Like, it was fine. So, uh, I would probably say thanks for coming and good luck on Nuclear or on nuclear Blast. Yeah, I, I don't re- recall saying good luck, but yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, how about this one, Alyssa? J- just any old Alyssa? 
The my, girl from high school science class. Yeah, my favorite thing about this is Alyssa. If you go learn more about her, it just says, Alyssa, <laughs> coming 2021. Now, I'm not a climatologist, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> she must be exhausted. It's been two years. Yeah. Um, I don't think Alyssa exists. I think this is an AI thing that just didn't pan out. Uh, it's Hatsune Miko, but with Alyssa white glues. <laughs> Boy, that would... Get, talk to the boys in the lab. We got to make that happen. I think that the only way you do something is if you're like, okay, if Arch Enemy is on my label, then yes, I will do your side project. But I mean, clearly, it's been two years. Nothing's happened. At least according to the website, maybe she has put out some stuff and we just don't know about it. Could be, but I'm not curious enough to investigate when we're barely through the A's here. <laughs> Alter Bridge. I've, I've, got a, I've got a plan for this. Can I tell you my plan? Yes. You can stay on the label if and only if you complete a two-year world tour with Creed. Well, if you scroll down further on the list, we may have to revisit that. <laughs> um, strictly business, I say yes, keep them. They, they do well. They do really, really well. People love them, and I, I couldn't name you one song. I couldn't either. Uh, I guess a, a, cer a certain type of person loves them. Probably really not many people listening to this show. So I, And I apologize if like you're listening right now, but somebody I know who listens to this show was telling me that they have a coworker that bought the vinyl Alter Bridge box set compilation of wow. all their records. It doesn't own a record player. They just love Alter Bridge <laughs> that much. Well, you know, if you're able to do that, you're a, a success. You're yeah, a huge success. Absolutely. If you can sell something that people can't use. But here's the thing. I, in this situation, I got you by the balls, right? Let's say that I'm holding on to the masters for the new record. I won't release them unless you give me that Creed World Tour. You, you, we want to make this into the most successful record label in the world. We're doing it with Creed money. Just throwing that out there. I think that's a fair request. All right. Uh, moving on here. Amberian Dawn. Power metal band who I think just put out an ABBA tribute album. I am tossing them out the window like you tossed out the head of the record label. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to stop you. I will not slow you down as you uh, unleash your bloodlust here. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's there's no need for that. I know Amberian Dawn's been around for a while, but I'm not interested in ABBA at all. And I think there's other power metal bands, especially with the symphonic-y style that they try to do that you can get a little bit more out of. I agree. All right, uh, moving on here. Andrew WK, or whoever is holding the mantle of Andrew WK nowadays. The real Andrew WK or the body double that uh, came from the same place that gave us the body double for Melania Trump. Yeah. Where is Steve Mike in all of this? That's what I want to know. Uh, I love Andrew WK. I've seen him perform live probably about a dozen times. Uh, it doesn't matter if he ever puts out a new song, which he's constantly putting out new music. He's a very good pianist. I watched him play a piano only show. It doesn't matter. You just want to hear the hits but you'll have a great time while you're doing it no matter what, no matter what kind of lineup he has with him on stage. I like the guy. I want to keep him. My one requirement is that you give me Kat Denning's number. <laughs> you do that and you're on. Uh, 
I'm sure he's willing to provide. He's a, he's a party-loving guy. Um, Angus McSix. Right out the window. I probably am going to fight him before I fire him. <laughs> Just mushing his face into the desk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know what? Let's, let's just keep moving on. I've had enough. Uh, it's the guy from glory hammer. Yeah. He, got he, kicked out he and, fucking sucks, dude. And started up a new name band. That's doing the same shtick on the same label. I hate this guy. I hate his shtick. Hate his whole fucking style. Get out of here. Uh, how about Arcona? It's a Russian folk metal band. I have heard some things that have never been confirmed, so I'm not going to take a risk on it. Well, I guess before you fire them, you can like uh, try pulling their toenails out, see if they'll confess to it. I'll stick them in a room with 1914 and their rifles. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Audrey Horn. I know you like Audrey Horn. I love Audrey Horn, dude. I can't believe this band doesn't get more dap because it is so much fun. I like their song. Was it? I know, I know, coming out from the city. Getting out of the city. Where they've got the Muppets in the video. That's so much fun. Yeah, I think they never really capitalized on that. Well, it's because Audrey Horn is not these guys' primary, like, thing. That, you know, there's uh, fucking... uh, Ice Dale uh, is enslaved. And, enslaved, yeah. yeah. Like, this is never going to be the primary thing, but, and it's only through sheer fluke that enslaved is, you know, the long running powerhouse that it is, because this, by all means, should be the more popular band. It's fun, like, hard rock and, uh, rock and roll that, you know, you, you could get your mom listening to. It's like AM rock from the 70s. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's it's a it's a shame we can't do more with this band due to their other uh, you know their other commitments. But uh, they 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 have a permanent place as long as they want to put out records with me. Yeah, they put out an album like a year ago, and I don't think it really did anything. It's when you don't have time to like when you don't have time to focus on the thing when you can't really tour solidly behind it. It's just gonna it's gonna go by the wayside. Yeah, I'd, maybe one more album, and I'd say, like, try to concentrate on this one. Try to make something of it. At, at the very least, like, maybe you need to be a singles band. Like, you don't need to release full records. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You just put out singles every couple of years. You don't have to put out albums. That's not a bad idea. How about Battle Lore? Do you know these guys? I do know Battle Lore. They've been around for a long, long time. I want to double-check something with them right now to make sure I have the right band. Yes, it is. I remember this band. I was doing a radio show in college, a heavy metal show. Um, For a while, my slot was like midnight to three in the morning, which was not the best sleeping wise, but a lot of people actually did listen. At one point, someone told me they pulled over on the side of the road because they were driving and it was like a windy day. So the, the channel actually reached all the way to Boston. Damn. And I was in southern I was in southern Rhode Island. So that's a long way for a station to go. But uh, regardless, that's not the point of the story. Um, there wasn't a lot of this was like really before any sort of digital music was around. There wasn't streaming. This was early 2000s. So I was at the mercy of albums that I had that I would fill up a book bag with and bring to a studio. And the whatever metal was in the studio, which was like one shelf. Yeah, an entire radio station, so not a lot. 
So I would give lots of different stuff a try just to fill out time to play different things. And one of these was Battlelore's album, Third Age of the Sun, which came out in 2005. And I'd play one or two songs off it in any given week. One song I specifically remember because it was the most absurd thing I've ever heard was I think it was might have been the last track. It was towards the end. Gollum's Cry. <laughs> I want you to listen to 10 seconds, 15 seconds of the song right now. We will pause recording and we will come back, but you need to listen to this. All right, let me pull this up. And I, for everybody listening, I will include this audio <laughs> in the episode. Gollum's Cry by Battle War. Oh, no, no. The precious of So you can see why I remember something like that. I, I can I can see why. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. All right. Well, there you go. Battle Lord. We keep him leaving him. I think I just stare at them uncomfortably until they leave and never come back. That works too. Wow. Thank you for introducing that to me. <clears throat> uh, Batushka. I don't care which one you are. Get out of here. Yeah, it's whatever interest people had in you is long gone. So it, it ain't worth whatever legal problems that may come out of it or minuscule record sales. Yep. Uh, how about Bellacore, which I think is the alternative to the UFC, right? Yeah, it's uh, where if you fail in the UFC, you end up going to Bellacore and fighting. <laughs> it's uh, a brilliant progressive death metal. I like what they've done, so I'd, I'd keep them. I'm not familiar, but I've seen the name. Sure. Let's go with it. Uh, Black Mirrors. I have not heard of them beyond being on the label, and I listened to a couple seconds of it. Uh, Don't know much about you, so we're going to have to part ways, especially considering that their debut uh, EP was called Funky Queen. See, they have one song available on Spotify called Hateful Hate, I'll Kill You. Okie dokie. I don't see this crossing over into the U.S. Uh, bloodbath. We got to keep. Yes, you keep bloodbath. Yeah, I'd at least I'd at least ask them to give Michael Ackerfeld a call to see what he's up to. (laughs) Hey, Mikey, long time. (laughs) What you doing? Hey, bud. (laughs) So got the guys here. You know, and it's not a deal breaker. You could still have the guy from Paradise Lost or whoever else is doing it, but. You see what he's up to. It's worth a shot. Just throwing it out there. Um, can you imagine, like, uh, I don't know, you make that, like, the headliner of shit. Uh, what's Maryland big... Death Fest? Yeah, Maryland Death Fest. Or, like, you could even do, like, one of the big uh, outdoor German things. Like, that would just be huge. Huge. Vakken or Hellfest. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Bloodbath with him, I think a lot of people would be interested in it. Yeah, you'd sell it out. Uh, how about Bloody Hammers? You familiar with that? I would keep I would keep Bloody Hammers. They're now a horror punk band, uh, or uh, at least close to it. Um, I really like some of the songs that they've put out recently. Night to Dismember is a good one if people want to check that out. Uh, previously, they used to be like kind of a doomish band, and they've shifted away from that. So, I mean, I like it. I don't know about their gimmick. It's a little a little odd, all things considered, or cheesy. Um, trying to lean into horror punk a little bit, but uh, I like it a lot, so I'd keep them. 
All right, good enough for me. Uh, how about this one? Bodum after midnight. Bodum in till the dawn. <laughs> what, what, what do you do with the remains of children of Bodum? I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know if Bodum after midnight's the answer either. I don't either. Um, I guess out of respect for right now, stay on the label, try to figure your shit out, but the clock's ticking. I'm just saying, make some decisions here. Figure out what you want to do. Yeah, it's for me, it's like a one-album deal. And if you go on tour, you're playing one of their albums. Yes, absolutely. You're playing Hate Crew, Death Roll, and Full, plus select songs from whatever original stuff you're doing. Yeah, that, that seems good to me. Uh, Balmer. Do you know Balmer? They're just like a heavy metal band that, yeah. that's using a Motorhead song as their name. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard them. I love their logo. I am a big fan of that logo, so I'm going to check them out and see what I see see how, how it goes. So they get a chance with me, at least. I think they're a little too 70s for me. You're on notice, boys. Uh, Born Home. Uh, let's see here. Um, Hungarian Black Pagan Metal. Bye. There, yeah, there's nothing here that's, there's nothing here that sticks out, I think is the problem. Uh, BPMD. This is like a, a super group featuring Bobby Blitz, uh, Mike Portnoy, and Phil Demo. Hmm. No. <laughs> Get out of my office. New thrash from old guys. Uh, no thanks. Brymir, uh, melodic death metal from Finland. I feel like there is no shortage of that, so I'm going to need you to come up with a gimmick and quickly. The music's not bad um, from what I've heard, but I don't know. Probably don't need it. How about Burning Witches? See, this is what I mentioned before with Napalm having like five or six all female thrash death melody bands. I mean, all these bands like sound good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how distinguishable they are, and I don't know how many you need. This is um, this is pretty cheesy for me, man. Uh... They're they're leaning into the we're a, heavy, a lot of these bands do this is we are a heavy metal band, but we're also ladies, so we're gonna wear leather and be hot and wear pentagram necklaces. Yeah, but I mean, sort of like Vixen and mm-hmm. Bitch and like all of these other bands that have done this exact same thing. Whatever, we'll keep them for now. I got nothing. I think they're better them. musicians than Vixen. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, how about Candlemass? I, I feel like uh, you know, you know my answer on this one. Well, they've done the show, so yes. Exactly. That's how it works. Keep us happy, we keep you happy. Cavalera Conspiracy. No. I like the Cavalera Conspiracy more than I should. <laughs> and at this point, it's the thing is with like Cavalera Conspiracy, you also have to contend with him doing Soulfly. Yeah. You also have to contend with him doing Killer Be Killed again. You also have to deal with like Sepultura still like. Max and Igor do Sepultura songs under a different name Yes, when they play live. I think they're playing Full Assault Fest or something like that. Is They're one of the headliners just playing Sepultura songs. So it's kind of like, what's the point of Cavalier Conspiracy at that point, especially since he's not going to be working with Mark Rizzo anymore? That's true. Um, yeah, I suppose we, we, do ha- we don't have a shortage of 
cavalier material here. Uh, that being said, like, I don't know. I still, I still like a lot of these songs. I just personal preference. I'll hold on to it. Charlotte Wessels. She's the former vocalist of the band Delane. Mm. No. <laughs> what do you think? Are you gonna hold on to Charlotte? Probably gonna let her go unless there is some band in need of a vocalist that like these guys have it. They just need that final piece, and then you can make it happen. But otherwise, eh, you can probably go your separate ways. Although like one of her recent albums was Tales from Six Feet Under. If that album is her covering Six Feet Under songs, then it's a definite yes, you can stay. Absolutely. I'm very interested in that as a concept. Just soulfully singing in the cemetery, bodies going buried, the vultures pick at your eyes. Uh, one bullet left, one left to die for. Um, how about this one? Uh, this is one I'd like to, to talk about for a minute, if that's okay. Civil War. Have you uh, Have you heard of these guys? I have heard of Civil War. It's... They're not American, by the way. Uh, this is what this is what you get when like uh, you have a bunch of white guys make like a Japanese theme band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is a not quite a theme, but something that happens particularly with Scandinavian heavy metal bands. Occasionally, you'll get one with a gimmick, like Civil War, or a couple of the other ones where they appropriate i guess you could say american history in the worst ways possible like i've seen my fair number of scandinavian rock and metal bands where a member is wearing a a native american headdress in their photos yep um don't do that really that i feel like it's it's uh something that's easy to communicate even just don't do that (laughs) i think there was uh, might have been a Finnish stoner rock band called something like Red Chief and like leaned into it a lot. And it's like, don't do that. (laughs) Just knock it off, Sven. Uh, This shit is uh, lame to the point of being incredibly offensive. Uh, Absolutely no place whatsoever anywhere near my record label. And it's former members of Sabaton. You know how we feel about that. And they broke up like a while ago and then recently got back together. So you can't even trust them. How about this one? How about Cobra Spell featuring uh, ex-member of Burning Witches? <laughs> See, again, it's you could take these band names and just switch them around, and I don't think too many people would know. Like, wait a minute, this is Burning Witches. This isn't Cobra Spell. And like musically, they're all relatively in the same sort of skill level. They're all pretty good musicians but they're all kind of making the same songs. And to make things worse, like there's Nervosa who has the same gimmick. They're just in Brazil and they have massive turnover. Like they just lost a bunch of members for at least the second, if not third time. And then they all create other bands that are the same thing. We gotta, we gotta stop this before it spreads. (laughs) Or you just create a sub label and this is what's on the label. All of these bands completely, uh, (laughs) just nothing changing there whatsoever. I love that. Um, <clears throat> cold. This is the interesting thing about Napalm in that they'll have their styles that they like and their money makers, and then occasionally they'll just have like a new metal band on, like well past their prime. I think at one point they had Cold Chamber, at one point they had American Head Charge. So I assume they're just like fans of the bands, and this is like their one chance to put something out. Uh, Cold's actually playing by me 
relatively soon. I do not expect to be going. Um, I don't think you can really bring out any more money from them, so I well, don't really see the point in having them. Well, maybe, maybe not. Let's get Rivers Cuomo on the phone, right? He wrote their one hit. Let's see if he hadn't have a, didn't have a couple of other bangers for him, right? Yeah, um, if that's the case, maybe. Just wanna hold her, wanna love her, stupid girl. You know, I liked a couple of their songs that they did a long time ago, but I kind of think that their time has passed. And I think their last album was like mostly softer and was a lot sadder because it was based on the vocalist's sister dying. Oh, Jesus. So I don't know if they want to go back to their original sound. I think if they try to hook up on some like new metal revival tours, maybe they'd find success find some success if they can get on that like static x fear factory tour maybe they do okay but uh, probably not yeah uh that's a good point um it's probably best to go ahead and just pull the plug on this one i think uh okay this one's this one's easy conan they've done the show yes it's that easy it is that easy guys people seem to like them as well and they do okay when they come tour in the u.s so yes now, here's one that's a little bit harder. Cradle of Filth. I see. I don't think it's that hard. I think it's a yes for me. This is where we get into the uh, personal conflicting with the business. <laughs> <laughs> this band, like, represents to me, and it has since the first time I became familiar with them, like, all of the worst impulses of heavy metal. <laughs> Just full-on the black leather and the makeup and all the songs are screechy about killing yourself and demons and stuff. I, for the longest time, I know I I've said it on the show before I'm positive that I would, you know, have a few drinks with friends uh, that have never seen it before and put on the video for nymphetamine. We would just fucking lose our minds laughing. (laughs) See, nymphetamine isn't even like the most ridiculous video that they have. It's my favorite personally. The, The fucking, playing uh the violin across your wrist just so so silly uh yeah i got you know i gotta hold on to them i they have so many so many fans gotta do it you have so many fans you know their albums are gonna sell well enough and you know people are gonna go see them when they tour so and danny filth seems very normal outside of doing cradle of filth I would love, and this is something I've thought about for a very long time. I would love to hear a thrash band fronted by Danny Filth. I think he's got a great voice for it. Like Exodus? Like, honestly, if he could hook up with the um, Iron Reagan Municipal Waste Boys to do a record, I think that would be awesome. Mm, That'd be interesting. Or just hook him up with one of these many all-female thrash bands on the label. (laughs) Uh, Crematory. They've been around forever. They're putting out a new album this year. Uh, I don't care for them. I would like you to do me a favor and click on their little tile there and take a look at their big band photo. Yeah. <laughs> That's that guy, what they look like. That guy's face, man. He's so <laughs> smug. I, I got to take him down a notch or two. You're off my level. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on the one picture. Just based on the one picture and literally nothing else. Uh, Crimson Shadows. I am not familiar with them at all. Nor am I. Uh, no. You're Ca- Canadian melodic power slash death metal. Not for me. I'm just not familiar enough. Crypto. Is this another one yes. of those 
Oh my god. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Uh, you got four ladies. Uh, they're playing uh, death metal. Uh, I actually have heard these guys before. And yeah, I know the name, and I know people were hyped on them a long time. I think this, I'm reading it now, former members of Nervosa. Uh, and uh, Burning Witches. <laughs> and, fe- yeah, featuring guitarist and Cobra Spell slash ex-Burning Witches. So this is just a cottage inter- industry of this type of band. Yep. Uh, no. Uh, Cults of the Sun, or sorry, Cavolta of the Seven. Um, I know the name. But based on this picture, absolutely not. You're out. Get a better image. Dagobah. That's. <laughs> Are you sure that's how they pronounce it? <laughs> would it? What would it be otherwise? Dagobah. Isn't Dagobah like a Star Wars thing though? I think you're really leaning into the Dago part of the name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure it's a Star Wars thing. I could be wrong. This is literally, I want you all to, that are listening, correct me if I'm wrong on the Dagobah thing. We, I, I choose to believe it's pronounced Dagobah. Okay. Well, regardless, it's, it's confusing, so no. <laughs> Dark Woods, my betrothed. What? This is a band called Dark Woods, my betrothed. After 23 years of silence, nope. <laughs> the, the, the Finnish cult black metalers and pioneers of the scene, Darkwood's My Betrothed, marked their long-awaited comeback in 2021. I think I listened to this album and it wasn't bad, but uh, they haven't done anything since. and So, meh. D. Snyder. No. I've given this a lot of thought and no. Defacing God. Uh, I've, I've actually listened to this album. It's not bad. I think there's something there. I kind of want them to maybe change their image a little bit. If you click on the picture Mm. and look at them, it's probably not the way you want to go. Uh, overall I'd keep them to see what the next album does. I'll lean on you for this one. I, otherwise I have zero interest in it. Uh, Delane. A power metal band, or symphonic-y power metal band. They have a new vocalist. Their album came out like a week ago. Um, Is it blowing up the charts? I I do not know. Do charts matter anymore? No, they don't. I'm just just kidding. Uh, Destruction. Yeah, you got to keep Destruction. They are going to be there. They're going to play the big festivals, and people like it. Devil Driver. Uh, you know when they first came out they weren't bad i think like songs like swinging the dead and i could care less were fairly good for what they're trying to do especially at the time and for des trying to get away from new metal i think initially he did that pretty well since then i think it's been a lot of diminishing returns um now he's just kind of mostly been focused on he's like a a tour manager or like band manager now and i think he manages cradle of filth which is why they're touring together um unless it's some sort of like package deal where if i if i want cradle of filth i have to have devil driver on my label then i'd probably uh say goodbye to them i think i'm with you on that one that checks out to me uh diabulous and musica pass 
Yep. You named your band after that Slayer record, right? <laughs> Deeth. Deeth Nuts. <laughs> Got him. Uh, okay, how about uh, fucking Draconian? Uh, I think I would keep them. I've liked what they've done. It's the very much in line with Swallow the Sun, kind of real bummer, doom metal, being sad about dying. That I like that. All right. Well, you got to have a little bit of that on your record label. Uh, Dragony. Based solely on the name and their picture, a million percent now. Yeah. Uh, I. This is embarrassing. Um, I, I, I forced them out of the office to the middle of the street where I pull their pants down and force them to march. <laughs> That's what you get for naming your fucking band a pun. Uh, Dust Bolts. Uh, I know some people like them. Um, I'm just not familiar enough. No, I'm not either. Uh, these guys have been around for a long time. Uh, nothing's happening here at all. Uh, Ein Herger. No. I think that was a, a shooter game for PS1. They've been around a long, long time, and uh, I think it's kind of like the folkish Viking metal type stuff. And no thanks. El Velen. No. I have no idea who that is. Uh, well, their link doesn't work either, so you can't <laughs> find anything more. Yeah, you click on it, and it's just a, a fuzzy picture. That's, I mean, geez. End of Green. No clue who that is. They've been around for 25 years. Jeez. Ah, I just don't see anything happening here. Evergrey. Evergrey I would keep because I like one of their songs from like 15 years ago. Um, I think they do relatively okay. I listened to the last album a while back. It's not bad. Uh, I think they do okay in like European settings. All right, I, I guess, yeah. Uh, we'll we will at least make our money back with them. I think. Uh, Evil. Are they still active? I think so. Uh, folks will remember Evil for being the band that was also around uh, during the municipal waste days, but was not nearly as good. Yeah, the um, the British version of municipal waste did pretty much come out around the same time. Yeah. I think they got a lot of comparisons to Slayer. They may have even covered Slayer at one point, but they went away for a while, and I think their last album came out a few years ago. Hmm. Probably not going to continue with this. Probably not. Uh, Evil Invaders. Don't know them. You should look at their uh, their photo. So they're big-haired leather jacket types. Yeah. I I don't approve of this. I think it's got. I think it's got to. I think it's got to get out of here. I've I've had enough of the trying to grasp at like what heavy metal used to be, but newer bands doing it. The big hair, the bandanas, the leather jacket. It's talking about how you don't even listen to CDs or digital. You walk around with a Walkman, so you have to listen to all the songs. Uh, like you got to have the music to back it up and. You got to not be annoying about it. Like, I feel like Night Demon is a good band where, like, they have the music. It's like, yeah, we wear leather jackets, but, like, that's really it. It's not a whole gimmick, and they're not trying to be annoying about it. I feel like a lot of bands are annoying about it. These guys seem annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Exit Eden. Now, are you familiar with these guys? 
I am not. Their their picture is interesting. They are dressed to the nines. They are dressed to the nines. Uh, they put out a, I think the last thing they did was a covers album. I actually don't know if they do original music. Uh, so they do like pomp and circumstance, symphonic versions of like Rihanna songs. Hmm. I find this distasteful. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to see it. But they, we know there's an audience for metal covers. There, like a big audience. There is an audience. These women are all very attractive. Like, I'm sure they're very talented. The entire inter- entertainment industry pretty much hinges on this thing. I'm sure it works. I just find it distasteful. <laughs> I Yeah, I keep it. And I think I would try to push it in some sort of fashion. If they're going to do this anyway, you have a gimmick on top of a gimmick on top of a gimmick. And if they're good enough, you can luck out with one of their songs getting popular on TikTok or wherever by accident, you know, someone doing a makeup transition and, you know, one minute they're making themselves look pretty and the next the song kicks in and Ooh, everything's black and flashing and I'm heavy metal looking like this is the band you do it with over a Rihanna song. All right. That's a pretty good idea. But let me, let me throw this uh, suggestion your way. We okay. start a label imprint with a different name. So people don't have to know it's us. That's putting this out. I think that's fair. I'm, I'm down for that. Whatever you want to call it. Um, agent orange records. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Just so you know, I got a certain, you know, rep to maintain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we here at Napalm Records are very serious. Uh, Fear Schwans. No. Fire Schwans, which they translate into fire tail. But it's like fire dick, right? Yeah. That's how I read it every time. For Schwans is yeah. penis. <laughs> it is dick. It is cock. So every time I see it, fire cock. And they are very much one of these dress up folk power type bands and uh, no thank you yeah our our costume budget is out of hand we gotta we gotta cut, cut it back a little bit so we are only through the f's on this and the show is closing in close to an hour do we want to like get through the h's or the i's and then maybe next month we follow up that sounds good to me uh let's let's keep it going let's see how far we can get through uh Let's get through the K's. How about that? Okay, that's fair. Uh, Glory Hammer. This one's quick. Get the fuck off my label. <laughs> no, fuck you. Uh, God is an astronaut, which I have been familiar with for going on fucking 25 years now. <laughs> they have been around quite a while. I, I sometimes confuse them with God Lives Underwater. Oh, that too, yeah. Very different band. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like what God is an astronaut has done. It's... A style of like instrumental post, whatever you want to call it, that was more popular in the mid 2000s, early 2000s, your Red Sparrows, Pelican, that sort of stuff. Um, So I think that's kind of due for a revival. So I'd keep them on. I agree with you. Yeah, I think that one, that one for sure can stay. Uh, Green Leaf. I assume stoner metal? Yes. Or stoner uh, rockers? Stoner rock from Sweden, where I don't believe you can get weed. No. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Hyalis. Hyalis. Haul ass. Haul ass. Hell yeah, brother. 
<laughs> I know the name. I don't think I've ever heard one of their songs before. Uh, I think, let's see what it says here. Uh, the 70s hard rock, proto-metal, folk, and psychedelic influences. Um, their album art is very 70s prog rock. Yeah. If I can get these guys some kind of deal working with like um, maybe a movie score, like for a trippy 70s style movie, that might be mm. good. Otherwise, I don't know that we need to bring bring this along with us. Yeah, if you can hook them up with like a wolf mother or what is that new extremely annoying cock rock band oh, from fuck. Italy, uh, Monoskin. That? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that they, shit sucks. are insanely popular right now, like blowing up as far as a rock band can do in 2023. I think if you can get some of your bands attached to that, whether it's on a tour opening for them or just riding the wave, then it's worth it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Fewer songs about unicorns, more songs about your penis, more songs about rainbow unicorns and, you know, chipping the light. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hammer King. It's a German power heavy metal band. Yes. Do they have, they don't have members of Hammerfall, do they? No, I think that they just kind of rip off Hammerfall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm good. I, I've had enough of that. Thank you. Yeah, probably got to pass. Uh, Heidi Volk. Heidi Volk. I just reviewed one of their albums, uh, that's coming out, uh, this week. Uh, it's, it's folk metal. It's not quite as cheesy as a lot of other folk metal bands. It's, it's still there. Um, you know, I'd keep them on. They've been around forever. Not bad. Um, there's there's a market for it. So their bass player is named Rowan Rudbert, which I think uh, translates to Rowan Root Beer. And I think <laughs> that my big suggestion for this band is change your name to Rowan Root Beer. Just be a soda metal band. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've heard of dumber chemics. <laughs> Lean into what you got. You might as well. There's If there's pizza metal, there should be soda metal. Agreed. Uh, Hinayana, uh, who I think are from near me, um, I liked the first couple of records that they mailed me physically in the mail, mm. uh, and I have not heard from them since, uh, getting signed to Napalm, which is not a great sign. Uh, I think that you're probably being misused by the label currently. Uh, I reviewed, I think, both of the records they sent me. I have not listened to anything they've put out since. we got to put some more work into this band, because I think they're good. Well, there you go. You know who they are, and they contacted you, which is always a, a win for us. Uh, he rays. He rays. Hi, rays. Don't know. They used to be Dawn of Disease. Do you know them? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think we're 0 for 2 on this one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, here's an easy yes. Uh, Hooba Stink. <laughs> an easy yes, you say. How is this uh, on this record label right now? Is nobody doing an inventory? It's got to be one of those things where it's whoever runs the label just really likes crawling in the dark and the reason is you. And just finally this is their chance to get Hooba Stink on their label. Let me tell you this. Hooba Stink could write another... Uh, 
the reason, and I still wouldn't want them on my fucking record label. <laughs> so, no. <clears throat> Ignea. Uh, I think they're putting out an album now. Like, very recently. It's a Ukrainian metal band. Um, can't tell you much more about them. Yeah, they have an album coming out at the end of April. Um... Yeah, they seem nice enough, folks. Uh, let's give them a shot if they get a record coming up. Uh, Imperium Decadence. Uh, they just put out an album not that long ago. It's black metal, epicish black metal. Uh, I liked it. I don't really know, you know, liked it in the sense of, yeah, this ain't bad. Uh, I don't really know much more about them. And their, their photo is very dorky because it's the two of them holding spooky looking masks. Sure. Let's see what we can do with you guys. Get you on a package tour with Imperial Triumphant or something. Yeah, I think that would actually fit in well. I think there is a market for it. I don't know if like maybe Napalm's the right label for them to do this, or if um, you know, being where they are and like where black metal is right now, it's an interesting spot to be in. So I'd give them a shot. See how this album does. If I want to keep going with them. Infected Rain. No, no, go to hell, no. Are you familiar with them? Yes, I am. I did a video breakdown of them years and years ago. It's like rat metal. Uh, uh, this lady, uh, the vocalist, has the worst tattoos I think I've ever seen in my life. Lena Scissorhands. Lena Scissorhands. Sorry, Lena, you are going to be out of work here. Uh, Ginger, are they still blowing up? Uh, I think... I think they are. Uh, they I forget who they're opening for, but they were just recently announced for a tour that was like pretty good get for them. Um, I, I don't really like the it. band, but they did do the show. So you know, judging by our previous criteria, we got to keep them. Yeah, they did the show. I think that their music is like hit or miss. Yeah, I think some of the stuff is like, yeah, this is pretty good, and then other stuff is here and there. Um, but I think there's still enough interest in them, whether it's part of its music. I think other part of it is them being Ukrainian. Um, I think people want to help them out and be fans of the band. Um, so, but like they're on download, they're getting on a bunch of other festivals. And I wish I could find out what tour they just got announced for, but it was like another pretty good get for them. Um, yeah, we got a hot hand. Let's hold on to it. Uh, John Garcia from Caius, right? Yep, yep. Uh, I've I've heard his solo stuff; it's thoroughly okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really like any of the associated like desert rock stuff, but the guys mm -hmm. that do go ape shit for it, sure, let's hold on to it. It probably can't cost much. To no, absolutely not. Uh, here's another one that I hold up in the same regard as, uh, as Cradle of Filth, uh, Camelot. We cam, we cam a lot, we cam a lot, uh, for all the Care Bears fans out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they're a moneymaker for you, so you keep them. God, yeah, they gotta go on the same subsidiary label, though, as the, the ladies that do the, the pop covers. I just... I, yeah, you could do enough like power metal bands on there to just create a sub label for them or folk metal or some of these other things that you can 
make it work for you. But I think with Camelot, you'd want them on your main label because they're a well-known name, been around for a long, long time and do well. So you, you want that association with your main business. From a business standpoint, yes, you do. From a personal standpoint, no, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not going to like stick them on SPV Records or Rat Pack Records, one of these smaller <laughs> labels. Uh, how about Carl Sanders? Only if Nile is included. Yep, you're a package deal. Uh, that's what the people want. So give them what they want. Uh, this one's a hard no for you, I think. Uh, Catatonia? What? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, definitely keep them didn't really care for their latest album that just came out i'll have to give it like another re-listen like it was fine it wasn't uh, amazing at least for me but i mean yes you keep them again money making business and musically i like them there you go uh kissing dynamites i'll give you something to kiss yep uh this is getting thrown out the window as well uh, I do not care for this Steel Panther-esque bullshit. <laughs> uh, Canasterbart. Nas- My son is also named Nasterbart. <laughs> Have you clicked on their little oh, box? Yeah. So they remind me of, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, Rednecks, uh, the guys that did the... Uh, <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did, Where did you come, come from? from? Cut Cut that, that's what these guys give me a serious vibe of. Yeah, this this gets launched into the sun based off their picture. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, unless they write it or Cotton Eye Joe, in which case I'll kick myself in the ass. <laughs> Cobra and the Lotus. I don't know if they've done anything recently. It's heavy metal, uh, hard rock. I don't particularly care for it. No, I, I, I don't think we need any more. Uh, no, I, I think... If you want to keep them, you try to like hook them up with a hailstorm. That, I think, is where you can make money off them. Now, that makes sense. Um, we farm or them get, get Lizzie Hale to like do guest vocals if you can. Or you try to get in that vein of radio-friendly hard rock. That makes sense to me. I think we could do something with that. Yeah. I take it back. Let's keep them. Contrast. I think if anyone's ever gone to napalm records um their, their youtube page or listen to one of their bands they've gotten contrast listed in their recommended specifically the video where they're dressed up in lederhosen uh-huh the dj song hey dj yeah hey dj hey dj yeah it's oh boy i find this deeply irritating i I do not want this anywhere near me. <laughs> uh, all right, let's close it out here. Convent. Uh, they've done an interview for the website. Uh, another one of these all-female bands, except for this is like more towards doom metal. Mm-hmm. Um, people like them, and they've done stuff for us, so we can keep them. There you go. You scratch our back, we scratch yours. That easy, folks. That's through our caves, man. Uh, I cannot believe how many fucking bands we got to go through here. We Like the previous management, they were fucking up. My throat hurts from going through all of this. The next time we can finish this out, and by the time that we're done with it, we are going to be so streamlined, so profitable, so synergized. You guys wouldn't believe it. I mean, by the time we come back to this in a month, there may be more bands on this list. It's never ending. 
there you go. There is another... We, we can't call this really a full episode of Fantasy mm. Label Ball. This was half an episode of Fantasy Label Ball. We're at the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Uh, you know, let us know uh, in the comments below where we're right, where we're wrong. Uh, and, uh, yeah, keep listening so we can finish this one out. You can't, you can't quit halfway. <laughs> Come on. That'd be absurd. You got to find out who kills Joe at the end. Exactly. Uh, anything else that you want to get on this episode? Napalm Records, get your shit together. You have so many bands. That's our job, buddy. We're here. We're doing the work. We're like uh, one of those companies, uh, like an McKinsey. outside company that, that <laughs> people bring in, and we just have our little uh, electronic Palm Pilots walking around, writing notes and punching in numbers to see if people have their inventory correct. Yeah. I mean, essentially just looking and seeing, hmm, see a lot of people I could fire here. <laughs> <laughs> just having bands come up to us and tell us what they do and yeah. if they're uh, take, good people persons take me through your average day <laughs> so what do you actually do do you say i'm a average... goddamn people person <laughs> um that's us I, I just see middle management written all over this man <laughs> well folks thanks for your time thanks for your money if you want anything out of us let us know we'll see you next time bye
You're listening to 66.6 FM, Radio TOVH, The Flush.